All right, we are live. Welcome, everybody, to our Horizon Weekly Insider number 135. Today is Monday, May 9th of 2022. As usual, we're live here on Discord and YouTube. Thank you so much, everybody, for joining us here each and every week. Please be aware that we are recording this call, but it will also be available for you to check out later in our Horizon podcast. Also, remember to ask your questions for the team. We're going to be answering the top three of them at the end. All right, so let's kick it off right away with our updates. And I'll pass the word now to Alberto to provide us with the engineering updates. Welcome, Alberto. Hi, Henji. Thank you. As usual, we can start with Zendo. So uh, as we mentioned last week, we made some changes to the dependencies of Zendi and its build system to make it compatible with the uh, C++17 and to make it work also with the latest Linux distributions and in particular with Ubuntu 22. This required also updating um, the CCTP and the main chain crypto Rust libraries. And the first round of, round of code review for both of them is complete and the final code review will follow soon. Okay, and the other uh, big area of focus last week was the SDK. And in particular, uh, for what regards Blaze, after having detected a, an issue that affected the site on testnet, uh, we released a new version of Blaze with an improvement for the certificate submitter to make it more robust during the, the note of the active scene. Moreover, always on Blaze, um, we performed the internal code review of the custom boxes backup mechanism and forger list opening process. All the suggested changes are now being implemented. Then uh, we also fixed uh, another uh, known corner case related to the API freezing during the node synchronization phase. And in parallel, we have been doing other changes to improve the SDK at different levels like network, wallet, and, and, and so on. Uh, on the other hand, uh, for what regards the EVM sidechain, we were able to finish the overall design for the changes to be performed. And the first tasks have been scheduled and the development was started on both application and course side. In particular, on the application side, we implemented the Ethereum-friendly crypto primitives. So um, for, for this, I mean uh, curves and uh, signature scheme and um, Ethereum-like transaction stru structure. Uh, and meanwhile, on the SDK side, we started testing the new RocksDB database performance. And currently, we are working on the integration of it and preparing the modification for the account-based structure to be integrated on the SDK. So these were the main points for today. Back to you, Angie. Thank you so much, Alberto. All right, let's proceed with Bano for some of the BD and operations updates. Welcome, Bano. Hi, everyone. Happy Monday. Uh, unfortunately, some people are trying to use the name of Horizon and Horizon Labs. They are creating fake tokens and scamming our community members. And although this is a, obviously a byproduct of uh, us getting more popular and well-known, I would like to ask our community to be extra careful and always check with us if they use and see a token using our brand name on a different blockchain. So far, we only have one coin and it is our Zen, which has its own native blockchain and it is not available for buying on DEXs in its native form. It has only been uh, bridged once uh, to Ethereum mainnet through the staked Zen project, dollar sign STZen, which has been operated by a third party company, StakeCount. 
And today we, we got a report for uh, one such scam token to be created on PMB chain and using our brand name. And we already contacted our partners to flag it accordingly for visibility for our community. But for sure, there will be more in the future and everyone needs to be extra careful with this by checking legitimacy of uh, such tokens using our name with us, with us first. And of course, we will always be announcing such tokens and partnerships on our social media first so that you will know first as well. That's all from me. Back to you, Angie. Thank you, Vanu, for that. All right, let's continue with Victor for the product updates. Okay, so I don't see Victor on the call, but I can provide some updates regarding Token Mint uh, platform release. So as some of you already know, last Wednesday, May the 4th, we launched the first version of our Token Mint platform to public testnet. Uh, and this is not uh, news, but it's really important to enhance the importance of, of this so as you know, it is live now uh, with our release of our Koval wallet and the Block Explorer on Testnet. If you haven't installed your Koval uh, wallet extension, I invite you all to follow the steps listed in our official uh, channel news, our blog post, and let us know any feedback. Um, on the development side, uh, we also continue the ongoing efforts to deploy the token generator to Testnet in the upcoming days. Um, the date is still to be defined, but we're still going with those efforts. Uh, improvements to the user experience and the user interface of COBOL are also ongoing uh, based on the community feedback already received and expect them also to see in the upcoming version of the release of COBOL. Um, last but not, not least, I would like to mention, uh, uh, mention that we will start scoping out the work needed for NFT implementations in both uh, COBOL and the Block Explorer. So really, really exciting and amazing things uh, coming. And um, yeah, uh, also on the last piece on that, if you still haven't um, uh, claimed your uh, testnet uh, SENI tokens, I invite you all to do so following the steps that we're gonna be providing and listening with you uh, and sharing with you all. So now is your chance to go and claim some testnet SENI. Um, so that's it from my side. I'll pass it. I'll pass the word now to Lucy for the marketing updates. Welcome, Lucy. Thank you, Angie. And uh, yeah, congratulations to uh, to our team, to our product team for the uh, successful public uh, uh, testnet launch of uh, tokenment. Uh, you know, with some of the key uh, tools uh, uh, of uh, this. Um, tokenization platform. So um, it, it was also an exciting event for our community as well, uh, as we had a lot of activities last week uh, with the release of testnet tokenments. So we did two test any airdrops last week, and uh, if you missed them, uh, we'll be doing another one this week. So make sure you download our COBOL wallet and submit your address to enter the next airdrop. And this has to be uh, the address from your COBOL wallet, not your Zen address or any other crypto addresses. We received a lot of Zen addresses and also Ethereum addresses for the air, uh, airdrop. They won't work uh, at this time. Uh, you, you will not receive the airdrop if, uh, if it's not a COBOL wallet address. I mean, in the future, uh, we will be able to send tokens created on tokenment to other addresses, uh, just not right now. And... Um, uh, to add to uh, Vano's warning about scams, uh, people, you know, just please uh, always participate activities released only through the uh, Horizon official 
websites and uh, social media channels. So if you already received Tasmania Airdrop, uh, make sure that you claim your test pilot uh, status on our Discord and join the uh, uh, special channel where we will give early notifications for future airdrops and testing opportunities. Uh, we already have over a thousand verified uh, test pilots. Uh, last time I heard from uh, uh, Andrew, I believe there's a, a long list of people still waiting to be admitted. Uh, and uh, our community uh, manager, Andrew, is working on that. So please be patient. Uh, and then there's also a testing task on HDE. The uh, number of submission received, I believe, so far has already exceeded the limits. Uh, and uh, we are uh, working on uh, adding more new tasks on HDE uh, for testing token mints. So if you need help figure out how to download or how to use Cobalt Wallet or where to get TestZend and send TestZend to Cobalt Wallet. We also published several user guides and also um, NG helped recorded some demo videos with step-by-step -step, uh, tutorials. So uh, they will be very useful for you. And then they're all uh, published on our blog uh, site. So uh, we have been receiving a ton of uh, um, feedback from our community uh, thank you for that the feedback is incredibly valuable and uh, will help our product team to improve token mint in our future releases so we welcome you to to provide your feedback after using cobalt wallet and other tools so that's about token mint uh, uh, and also um, we have a big uh, a big event uh, that we will be participating and sponsoring next month a consensus so we'll be uh, um, posting about that and then uh, uh, we'll be having a horizon uh, side event uh, during the main uh, her, uh, uh, consensus event as well uh, so and then we may also uh, be able to give away some free ticket to consensus which is pretty awesome so uh, stay tuned that's it from me back to you angie thank you lucy now let's welcome rob for the leadership updates and the q a session welcome rob Thanks, Angie. I was just trying to get my uh, my Cobalt address so Erica can send me some some more Tzani. Um Okay, let me circle back from that to my notes and uh, quick kudos. By the way, have you guys noticed how cool the Discord channel or Discord uh, server has been of late? Uh, you guys are doing an amazing job managing it. And uh, Andrew, that means I'm talking to you. Uh, thank you very much for that. And thank you to all the community members flooding in with this uh, Test Zeni token job. That's pretty cool to see all of the new users. Um, what I've been saying about Token Mint is that it, it is one small step for crypto, one giant leap for Horizon. I know it's cheesy, but it is absolutely true. And huge congratulations to the team that has advanced this project to where it is right now, to the point where we can actually use it. Uh, that's pretty awesome. The testnet release has been awesome to see. And no, it hasn't been perfect, but what has been really cool about it is that we're learning a ton as we release something onto a public network and get a flood of users in there, testing things, battle testing it, trying to break things, and just flooding the network with transactions that it has to handle. Um, that's awesome. So the you know, the more that we can push push things into production like this on test environments and get users out there, the better. Um so Yes, minting a, an ERC-20 like fungible token is uh, something super simple for the crypto world these days. Uh, so that itself has was not news, uh, but you guys are doing it on a ZK-enabled sidechain. 
Uh, that's the difference. And that's the big thing that we're celebrating here. Uh, really can't wait for this to power through the last battery of tests and you know, continue learning on testnet and then do the final push to mainnet. So we'll, we'll uh, maybe get Victor on here next time and give you guys uh, more clarity on the dates that we're thinking about um, targeting the mainnet launch. Also, a huge thanks to Luigi working over the weekend uh, on Sunday, Mother's Day, uh, handling uh, a bug that was caught on transaction parsing, fixing it, making sure that uh, the network upgraded seamlessly. That was pretty awesome. And guys, remember, this is not about being perfect at all. It's about being good enough and making sure that we can handle things as they come up because issues will always come up. We're not trying to release bug-free software. That's kind of insane. Not going to happen, but we're releasing very good, high-quality software that we're we're learning from, and we have teams who are competent and professional that can actually handle things as they come up. Um, so, a little bit of news is that I'm in Milan this week uh, with, uh, let's see, product strategy engineering groups, hashing out uh, what we're thinking about for the next generation of our technology strategy. Uh, because you guys know the path that we're on currently. Uh, token mint is a really big part of that. The EVM chain is a really big part of that. But what's what's next? Uh, and there's a lot in between, by the way. Like thinking about DeFi, NFTs, and everything that's going to be happening at Horizon is super exciting. But we're also thinking the industry is evolving so fast. We need to make sure that we're pointing our deep technology talent into the areas of you know most you know, best use. Uh, so we're thinking through these things. It's not an easy uh, solution to anything because things are moving so fast. Uh, some things that you know about, obviously, you know, Token Mint is on testnet. We're going to mainnet, but we're thinking how can we differentiate it further or actually differentiate it um, using things like zero-knowledge proofs on minting could be kind of interesting. Maybe integrating in uh, a language like Leo that's used for, uh, you know, called like dynamic uh, ZK, ZK proofs. Um, or you know, just thinking through other technology advantages that we might have with with the token mint. The EVM project is consuming a lot of our bandwidth right now, um, and that's just only going to increase because we're going to want to accelerate that delivery. Uh, but in the meantime, it's possible that we see the industry evolve even further to the point where what we're paying attention to right now is like a provable EVM or a provable virtual machine called a, a ZK EVM or something like that. There are other projects, peers of ours out there that are focusing very heavily in this type of technology. We're tracking it closely and we're trying to see how we can you know, keep the, the infrastructure they're building relevant so that when there is this type of technology breakthrough for a provable uh, virtual machine, we could integrate it quickly into our ecosystem. So that's the way that we're, we're thinking of playing that that piece of it but you know going beyond that we, we we need to think about where our big competitive edge is going to rest i keep arguing it's the it's undo it's the cross-chain transfer protocol because as these breakthroughs happen in the industry we can integrate them all into into our space or at least in theory we can right in practice we'll see how you know uh, design choices we make affect things that we can integrate in the future but we are keeping a track of of uh, you know this technology frontier with the intention of being able to integrate things in quickly with us. So Token Mint was a, a major learning experience on deployments of our own technology and our own our own space here. The EVM is going to be a critical, uh, you know, just call it like ecosystem catch up point or inflection point for us, where we can have a lot of the you know the DeFi and NFT type of products that people just want in crypto. But we're thinking beyond that. Lattice is still really important to, in our calculations in the sense of having kind of provable single or maybe limited set, you know, types of uh, blockchains 
out there. Maybe that scales really nicely for enterprises. We'll see. Uh, but we're also you know, posturing ourselves so that when the ZK EVM type of technology matures, whether that's from us or from you know a competitor, we can still integrate it in into our ecosystem. So that's anyway. Just wanted to to share in a nutshell with you because as we're going through these types of strategy conversations, the really important thing is the procedure for how we do it because there's good strategizing and there's bad strategizing. And I would say the good strategizing is when we do it openly, you know, with all of you, obviously, with the team sharing this to get more inputs, with the community, seeing what you guys think about things. Maybe people have good ideas out there, uh, but really just communicating so that, you know, together as a team, as a community, we should be steering this technology in a way that's going to make Horizon increasingly, number one, catch up, but then increasingly uh, relevant so we can hit that kind of critical competitive inflection point in the future. So anyway, that's uh, what's going on here. It's going to be a pretty fun week, just deep diving on some of these technology strategy conversations and thinking through. Uh, I'll tell you one big difference now that we have um, like a, a maturing team as we've been able to grow over the years is that we're tackling things right at this point. So we have a lot of sophisticated capabilities where we're thinking through this technology frontier of where our competitors are heading, what types of breakthroughs we think might be you know, imminent, others might be a little bit longer term. But how do we posture ourselves? Where do we fit Horizon so that it really adds value into the marketplace? And not just coming in, coming up with the ideas that we think are cool, because we have a lot of those, but now we're thinking through more sophisticated ways of validating our ideas so that we're not just coming up with hunches and running with it, but actually you know, we're going to be rapidly iterating through different ideas and validating them with you know, those people that we think might comprise a market or might comprise users of the things that we're building. So anyway, a lot there, and uh, this will be a power week to see what we come up with. But certainly next week, I'll share with you guys everything that we come up with. And I would like us to do an even better job documenting and sharing these types of conversations with you guys as we go. But at least the the weekly insiders are the critical first starting point for this type of communication. I'll stop here. The Q&A is always the fun part. So uh, let's see if we've got anything cool, Angie. All right, let's dive right into it. Thanks, everybody, for contributing with your questions. Um, all right, let's see. So the first one is, it's a pretty interesting one. I, I like it. it. It says, have you considered making a CK me product that will allow a person to prove they're human without disclosing personal information on legacy social media and Web3 platforms? So that is a super cool uh, branding of something that we've been considering like a ZKID. I don't know if, Alberto, if you're still on the call. Uh, let me see. I know you would love to talk about that. We actually just kicked off a research project with uh, North Carolina State University on uh, a ZKID. So probably pretty yeah. similar. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, I mean, um, as you mentioned, Rob, um, we just bootstrapped the, the research on um, the possibility to have, let me say, to provide the proof uh, that links an ID to a, a, a real person. I mean, it's not based on, uh, on uh, I mean, I mean, the, the, the research is in the early stages, but the approach that we're uh, targeting is not using uh, social media and stuff like that. I mean, uh, we, we, will not, we are not yet able to provide more details, but I mean, we, we will uh, for sure uh, share more details during the uh, research uh, goes on. And, um, and this will be uh, very useful, for example, for implementing uh, proving system, uh, sorry, uh, voting systems that... Uh, uses the um, the uh, ZKID 
to prove, for example, that the boat was was done by uh, a real person and cannot be uh, done, uh, let's say, more than once. And and also to other, uh, we have other ideas for for using that that are uh, enabling other use cases that uh, I mean currently are not uh, possible. Not having this kind of uh, let's say linking, direct linking between a, a real person, a real human, and a, a unique. All right, thanks. The second question is: How far away is the roadmap on AMM on horizon? I mean, I'd say AMM on Horizon is going to happen when the EVM launches. Uh, at least that's the way we're targeting it right now. So um, we are just now starting to talk about, um, you know, steering part of the, the smart contracting team that we have to start exploring uh, AMM technologies. Now, Jordan on the strategy side, I don't know if he's here. Let's see. I know he was out in the meeting, but Jordan, if you're here, feel free to chime in because I know he's been working with... Uh, um, DeFi DGENs on, on really crafting through a coherent and very specific uh, DeFi strategy for us. AMM is, is I'm saying, a major part of that, and that would be part of phase one of DeFi and Horizon for sure will be an AMM. And currently, that, that group is exploring a variety of them and coming up with a recommendation for which one our smart contracting team will then take. And well, smart contracting plus BD team because uh, one path here is always to you know, solicit a bunch of AMMs that already exist out there and get them to build in Horizon. And the other approach is, hey, Horizon Labs will build it if you know we don't get interest right away. Or maybe it just makes sense for us to you know, run out there and, and deploy something ourselves quickly. So anyway, uh, the answer is yes. And Jordan, if you're here, sorry, uh, you know, feel free to chime in. Otherwise, uh, that's it. We'll for sure have it. And that'll be timed with... Stay tuned. Next week, we should have a little bit more uh, clarity on, you know, at least the preliminary schedule for the EVM. Thanks, Rob. And the third and final question is, what are the next roadmap steps for your token mint platform? Oh, man. John, are you prepared to, to dive in on that one? I didn't see Victor. Uh, yeah, oh, no, I, I do see Victor now. Yeah, so I, either way, I guess. Sorry. Yeah, um, we are <laughs> we are just um, let's say um, we migrated the, the whole team in Jira, and uh, that one uh, was a major step for us. And uh, uh, we are um, scoping everything, uh, and uh, we are in a good shape. Uh, we have uh, understood the first goal, and uh, we are aligned that uh, is something that uh, we may uh, want. Uh, that is uh, to allow from day one to use uh, the uh, EVM sidechain uh, with MetaMask. Uh, this is the thing that I can uh, share at the moment, given that uh, we are working on uh, uh, a proper roadmap uh, for the following steps, but uh, we're not too far from there. Oh, no, Victor, I, I think it was for token mint. So even, yeah. even better question. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> Victor's uh, uh, full on on EVM and, and what that means. So he's been onboarded onto that uh, project and helping it take into more of a productized delivery. So uh, I'm glad to, to hear that Victor's uh, fully, at, the EVM is the only thing on his mind. But for token mint, uh, so we, we have uh, a token generator that will be released uh, next, and Angie, you could 
let me know, uh, just chime in and see when that's going to be released. But we're really excited about the token generator because it will allow just a very easy view for anyone to generate a token. And uh, maybe there's some gifts that we could post here. Uh, from a function functionality perspective, uh, we'll have our, our first iteration of NFTs. And as I as Rob mentioned, we are delivering things incrementally. So uh, we'll have a, a first release of a NFT uh, NFT functionality uh, that won't be a full functionality, but we will work to improve that along the way. So those two things uh, by June is what we're thinking, and I hope. Soon we could publish a, a longer roadmap for the token generator. Yes, uh, thank you so much, uh, Rosario and Victor, for that. Um, I'm uh, actually also collaborating in the token mint uh, project. So, as as Rob, uh, Rosario, and Victor said, that's uh, kind of like the immediate uh, immediate uh, steps going forward to release our token generator to testnet to make sure that it works uh, and it's compatible with the Cobalt and the Block Explorer as well. It's a huge uh, and very important uh, part of that uh, effort and as well our roadmap to main it. So stay tuned. A lot of exciting news uh, coming in the next uh, few weeks. Um, all right, so that's it. Those were the top three questions. Pretty exciting and, and I think a great weekly insider today. Thanks everybody for joining us here each and every week and just stay tuned, stay tuned for more uh, news coming up uh, really soon. Have a great week, everybody. Bye. <laughs>